Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Two. Two, two. The number of the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. Um, that was stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Got the episode... number right out of the way, though. Don't have to Yeah, right. Yeah. It's got close, Seth is chugging a V8, which wow. is... Wow. Vitamins. Also what a nutrients. salty chug that is. <laughs> Gonna be all jizzed up for this app. Okay. Mm. I, I do love chugging a V8. Some, <laughs> for some reason, it is just the smoothest easiest thing to choke in the world haven't seen a chug that so. salty since that time seth and i went to a i think it was a turkish restaurant and i got salty yogurt soda and the guy didn't oh, want yeah. to sell it to me because he thought i wouldn't like it and he did he did continually try to convince you not and i was like <laughs> not to buy it and i said i don't care if i like it or not i want to try it and he's <laughs> yeah. like okay fine no, like, but he gave you a sample first. Oh, right. and you're like, I like it. And he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm like, no, I actually like it. And he's like, no, there's no way you do. And I was like, did you see me grimace when I drank that? And he goes, well, no. I'm like, well. <laughs> it's like Thai hot at a Thai restaurant. Well, that I can't handle. I'm sorry. Oh, I, 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 yeah. I can't. I've had the same conversation where they're like, are you, you're very white. I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I promise I'll pay for it. It's fine. <laughs> I went to my favorite Laotian restaurant the other day, mm-hmm. uh, last night, actually. And, um, Back. like it, well, it's, it's, it like Laotian hot is overwhelming. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very fun. Yeah. my 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 butthole um sends its regards it's part of the um, fun. Yeah. like non i think like non-asian spice pepper spice i can handle a higher temperature for some reason like thai and things like that i just can't my body doesn't process it but like we used to go to that wing place back in the town we all lived in and i would get that like chili paste they would serve the wings mm-hmm. in and like oh yeah Yep, that yep. that was fine i could eat that all day but like once yeah. you actually get to something that is flavor that's when my body is like hold on now <laughs> it is that it's that it's not that indiscriminate heat where it's just like oh pain all right <laughs> yeah i'll just turn your tongue off like right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, so this is this is uh heat the heat seat <laughs> cool Right. Yeah, uh, I'm Lee, uh, your Spice Master General. I'm joined here, of course, as always, by Zach, the Spice Attack last name, and uh, also joined by <laughs> our dear friend Seth. Uh, give Come me on, that milk. Get... I'll throw it out because I don't need a little respite. Ooh, that was you know, you could, wow. you, could have, you could have done a lot of things there. Yeah, I, I don't I'm know. so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's, like, been a like, bit. Um, it's been a bit. We're rusty. It's fine. Hmm. Recording we'll halfway yeah. through the holidays. Actually, you know, off, is, off, yeah. off the cuff, I can't come up with anything either. So, well, all right. Oh, boy. We'll fix it all in right. post. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, who's editing it? 
Me. Zach. <laughs> oh, well, I guess you could. I don't I wouldn't. I'll just put a 30 second fart noise over that whole thing. Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what the people want, I think. That's <laughs> what they come to expect. That's what yeah. they deserve. Yep. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what we des- that's what we deserve is for yeah. them to deserve that. I, guess. I don't know. Uh-huh, hey, uh-huh. so Marielle does the Twitter. Check it out at Faking Movies. Um, mm-hmm. ah, God, Zach just said it. It's the middle of the holidays. Um, it's a weird time. We, yeah. We've all gotten some pretty significant life-changing news recently sure enough Um, mm -hmm. (laughs) of various degrees of course Seth's life-changing news is is just his emotional uh devastation at my life-changing news but um (laughs) and zach's life-changing news and also well that one was not devastating that one that one that one really helped pull me i'm not gonna air all of our our secrets here um, (laughs) on the show let's just say Two episodes say, from now, we might have some big news from my corner. We'll we'll wait it out a little. Yeah, bit. I'll, I'll just say this: something I am not excited about is happening to me. It's not a bad yeah. thing. I'm just, it's a thing. Yeah. Yep. And something yeah. very good is happening to Zach. So currently, let's hope it continues. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're all a little drained. Also, mm-hmm. I. Uh, I I got some new jewelry making tools, so I'm very you excited did. about that. Yeah. I got a flex shaft. You gonna make me that ring? Sounds I cool. I that's well, that's one of the things I'm gonna work on in the next couple of weeks. I I need to I need to secure materials though. Mm. Now uh... I think that I have enough. I think I now have enough sheet silver that I can do it easily, but. Um, we'll see. Now, which of my terry cloth suits uh, will this match (laughs) the best? Obviously, all of them. I think it's it's a really it's a ring for Mm -hmm. all occasions. I would assume, Mm -hmm. much like the terry cloth. (laughs) Oh yeah, suits all moods. Yeah. All right, so we're just obfuscating everything right now. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what our show is. (laughs) Well, yeah. Do do we want to get into the app or yeah, for sure? sure we got not? a shitload to talk about for sure. Uh, oh boy, do we! Oh Lee, boy, you're in for well, a fucking ride, bud. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's jeez. Oh, I don't know how to even summarize this thing, so I'm just gonna let Zach do it. I'll yep. say just do do with your heart, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, Lee is faking a movie this week. Sure That's enough. true. Uh, the movie I'm faking is called The Player, uh, mm-hmm. and the cast you gave me. Well, this is this it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Robbins, Fred Ward, who was recently on the show uh, mm-hmm. with Big yeah. Business. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. sure yep. Enough, last week or two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Brian James. He's is he he's the uh, '80s action guy. He's not also Jigsaw, is he? No, that's Tobin Bell. That's uh, Tobin Bell. But Brian James is in like '80s action movies. He's a henchman in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, my boy Richard E. Grant. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, we Pollack. kept him in specifically for you. That was mm-hmm. the one. Yep. Sidney Pollock, who I'm gonna guess may have directed this, although I don't know. He does act in some of the stuff he directs. He does both. Um, mm-hmm. Lyle Lovett and. Jeremy Piven, everyone's favorite. <laughs> Jeremy yeah, Piven. no, you had a uh, boy. We gave you a lot of people, and well, that was not even anywhere near the cast list. That, oh, that is about maybe fifteen percent of the actual cast of this movie. Now, let me ask a quick question. <laughs> uh-huh. Based on the amount of people in this movie, and mm-hmm. you saying that there's even more, how much of this movie is 
people playing like heightened versions of themselves for very short periods of time. <laughs> Quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, not it, a ton of the movie, but that thing you just described happens a bunch. A lot. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. just just now hearing you say that there's even more people that seems so like many? it seemed like a very big possibility. Yeah. yeah um, for sure, for sure. Okay. Well, that's not how my movie's going to be. So, good. Great. Yeah, because this one blue. Yeah, this one sucks balls. <laughs> I do. I do want to. Um, I do want to start off by telling you that I did change the title. So, hey, been a while. Okay. I made, <laughs> All right. I made an addition to the title. My movie's not oh. called The Player. My movie is called The Player to be named Piano? later. Oh. Okay. Okay. So when you guys gave me this cast, I saw it and took a deep breath and then counted and noticed that there were nine people. And then I immediately texted you guys to say, okay, I know what my movie is. It was almost instantaneous. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because nine people are on a baseball team. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. A league of our own. Mm, Okay. Are there any overlaps with that movie? I don't see any with the cast you gave me. No. Um. So, the player to be named later. We open up in a baseball locker room, and our nine cast members are all posed around the room in various states of frustration. The team has been losing a lot. Uh, now, this is and, this is a uh, mixed uh, gender team. I notice. Is this like yes. a rec league? Was that this a, will okay. this will mm-hmm. become clearer as we go. Okay. Okay. So Fred Ward, uh, the grizzled old catcher, breaks the silence. Uh, you know, he goes, someone's been trading. Someone tells him that someone's been traded. And none of the team members, including Fred, know who has been traded yet. Mm. Because the trade was made for a player to be named later. So they don't know who's uh, being replaced. Okay. Uh, so, and that's the thing that happens in sports. Like, trades will happen for a player to be named later. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just for Seth there, so he knows. Um, so there's... <laughs> I didn't know that. I fam, assumed fam that, that everything was in black and white. Of yeah. sports mm-hmm. balls games, yeah. <laughs> I'm very uh, good at them. <laughs> so the format of the movie is going to be a lot of interconnected like monologues and overlapping dialogue about who could it be that was traded and why. And like we'll get everyone's life story through this. Um, so now we're going to get a breakdown now where all of our cast members are talking about why they aren't the person who got traded. So we see all the different kinds of sports uh, personalities coming out. So, um, oh, that's fun. If it seems like this is a strange collection of people for a baseball team, as Zach pointed mm-hmm. out, uh, this is when we're going to have the camera follow Richard E. Grant out of the locker room as someone else is talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, he's not like walking out of the room. He's stepping off stage into the wings because this is a play. Whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. Fun. Oh, Jesus. There are so many. Hmm. A, a, a game and a play and a movie. Perfect. So <laughs> the real the real movie is going to be like the backstage comings and goings of the cast and Richard, who also happens to be the person who wrote the play that's being performed. Ah, yep, yep. Uh, and there's a lot of interconnected moments where like the dialogue on stage will bleed into conversations happening backstage and things like that. Uh, the cast members keep breaking in uh, mm-hmm. backstage, complaining about their motivations, complaining about their lines and how bad the play is and things like that. Um, <laughs> this is a real meta movie. It is. Uh, we're also going to get like some moments where we see the play going on itself. Uh, and this is we'll get the personalities that way. Like so Tim Robbins is just playing his character from Bull Durham. 
Uh, yeah. Dumb young pitcher, full of, you know. Um, <laughs> Whoopi is the super confident, uh, but less talented than she thinks, like young kid on the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Brian, Vincent, and Sydney are the outfielders, and they're kind of going to be like the Greek chorus of the play within. Uh, and yeah. when they're backstage together, they're really just clearly they're just drunk assholes. Uh, that fits outfielders for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, they're always Lyle, the domos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lyle Lovett's going to be the talented but shy country boy. Um, Piven is a clearly dangerous dude that no one trusts. So he's got real catcher energy in my book. Oh, Fred Ward's mm-hmm. the catcher just because oh, he's the right. old he's guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Piven so just is a, the... He's like the third baseman. He's just out there, like okay. doing whatever he wants. Maybe a, a pitcher of some variety. They're always fucking weird and terrible. I think Lyle's like the second baseman because he's like he's just he's just he doesn't have any you know. The sh- Whoopi's the shortstop, like all the yeah. glory. You know, See, right, these right. are all very very specific things that I don't understand. <laughs> if you if you watch baseball, you get it. Yeah, um, it starts in like two months. We'll get you into it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. And uh, and Richard E. Grant, uh, on top of being the writer of the play, his character on stage is the first baseman who has fielding issues. You know, he keeps making errors and stuff. And, you know, that's kind of a metaphor for how shitty his play is also. Um, so we're also going to learn that in addition to the content of the play being about all the characters waiting for an unseen mystery person to arrive and change everything. It's a real waiting for Godot you've got going The players on. themselves... <laughs> The people in the play. Oh my god, is it a baseball play about a play about a play? The people in the play are also <laughs> waiting for a potential backer to show up that Richard has been talking about because he wants to bring the play to Broadway. So yes, this is I'm literally this is the next line of my notes, Seth. So yes, this is waiting for Godot and waiting for Guffman. Wow, wow. <gasps> oh, this boy, is the I'm... perfect amount of needless complication. Mm-hmm. So the play it. on the stage is waiting for Godot and the <laughs> The movie behind this, this on backstage is waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Now, I, I love how convoluted yeah. it is. I recall and then seeing... it's also going to be a sports movie with unlikely oh, uh, shit. Yeah. heroes. Jesus, you're just going to have all my buttons. Sports montages in this movie. Well, no, because it's all going to be in the locker room. It's just a, it's a play, you know, like it's yeah. one location. <laughs> sure. And, and every single actor is going to hang dong. Yes. Ooh. Oh, a real 70s locker room. Well, yeah, it's because there's the shower and the benches and stuff. We can do that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. totally doable. Kidding me? Like, Speed yeah, that is. plow, baby. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that play's about. I know it's a, the name of a play. That's about it. Mm, sure. Red <laughs> Devil Battery Sign. <laughs> I think, are those both by David Mamet? <laughs> no, Red mm. Devil Battery Sign is... Um, 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 fuck. Fuck, why can't I remember? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Glass Menagerie, same same guy. Oh, uh, Tennessee O'Neill? No, Tennessee Williams. 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 Good O'Neill. <laughs> the fuck am I talking about? Tennessee Williams, yes, correct. Um, okay. Anyway. Points, points, points. So, <laughs> Show, showing off our literary cred. Mm-hmm. We fuck yeah. it up. Gotta took get one, that in there. took an intro to drama when I was a senior because I needed one low-level class, and I was like, this looks easy. Oh, yeah, always. You know, I've never taken an English literature class in hmm. my entire life. Hmm. Huh. Well, the, the grad student that taught it was a card-carrying <laughs> member of the Wobblies, which was really cool, so we bonded over that. Oh, the, um, the IWW. 
Oh, that 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 band from Australia that sings all those children's songs? No, that's the Woggles. Oh. <laughs> You're not gonna yes and yeah, wiggles. It's the wiggles. Right. Fuck. That's fine. Wiggles. That's fine. No, you're supposed to jump on after that. That's uh, how that game I, works. I, so I have to produce all the content. Yes. <laughs> and I just come up with the answers. No. Um. Okay. So Godot Guffman story. Now this is yeah. we we mm, now know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. okay. So then we're we're gonna get all the shifting between on the stage and off until it's made clear that the backer isn't coming. And this is where it breaks from from the format of those two stories because you know in Guffman they don't know until after the play that the guy's not coming in Godot mm-hmm. that's literally the point yeah, <laughs> nothing right. um, Guffman is Chris Guest is that it is yeah it's his yeah. first unscripted it's not his first his right. first movie is a Kevin Bacon movie that we should do on the show someday oh, right. but okay. that one is scripted yeah um, okay. Yeah, I I feel like I watched it because it's in his whole thing, and I went, okay, I guess I get it. Oh, I, I love waiting for Guffman. It's so yeah, good. People it was seem to like it. Yeah. Kind of tarnished by mascots, the one he did for Netflix a few years ago, where oh, yeah. where mm-hmm. his Guffman character comes back, and it's awful. Ooh. Yeah, and yeah. I think Parker Posey plays the same character too. I don't remember for sure though. That seems it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, hmm. she's great. We just watched You've Got Mail again last night. What a great movie. She plays the villain in uh, Lost in Space, the the Redux. Oh, she Dr. Smith? She's a great villain. Yeah, she's Dr. Smith in it. It's very fun. And she does a really great job. Yep. (sighs) Love Parker Posey. Queen of the Indies. (laughs) Indie darling. (laughs) Okay. So eventually it becomes clear that the backer isn't coming and richard has a very unhinged breakdown off stage um if you've ever mm-hmm. seen a richard e grant performance you know what it looks like it's awesome sure <laughs> uh and as he's having this breakdown off the stage he storms on stage and continues the breakdown amidst all the baffled actors who are trying to keep from breaking character and they think like oh let's add lit we're gonna play around this um while he is just being a fucking lunatic um and eventually it all kind of comes apart and he storms off the stage leaving destruction in his way because he storms out the theater and the actors straighten up take a beat and then they ad lib an entirely new ending to the play where richard is the player getting traded and an appreciative crowd gives them the best reaction that this shitty play has ever received And then the curtain falls as everybody kind of breathes a sigh of relief that we're fucking finally done with the player (laughs) to be named later. This has like some producer bent to it. Uh, Producers bent to it as well. I feel like it's basically you've taken every every meta meta movie and combined them together. (laughs) It's also kind of. I mean, Seth. it's sort of like this movie right like (laughs) yeah no you did a you did a real good job emulating this own stupid thing even though like much more enjoyable form factor oh good yeah that makes me feel better yeah Yeah. without a doubt because this one also tried to have a murder plot in it involved but it's kind of the only thing and it's Uh, it's kind of the only thing and it's real frustrating (laughs) and it just made made me sad most of the time it's it's a mess yeah oh that's the entertainer that's what that's the entertainer um, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. um okay well uh yeah that was yep. great uh seth you want to 
hit the old IMDb on this. Which I, sh- I sure got it. I can't imagine what that is. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna inflect it the way that it's punctuated. So, Perfect. fun. <laughs> a Hollywood executive is being sent death threats by a writer whose script he rejected. But which one? <laughs> A boogity boogity. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So uh-huh. let me ask first question: Does uh-huh. Sidney Lumet uh, does he direct it or or no. Sidney Pollock rather? No. The nope. the director is very critical to the experience yeah. of this movie. Oh boy, oh he's not one of the people that stars in this movie. And okay, maybe maybe he's in there. Would you give me a clue? I think he shows up like once or twice, giving yeah. a pitch. He he's. I don't know what the clue would even be. He's extremely famous and kind of tedious. Like, yeah. Well, I would say from you that doesn't really mean much in terms of a director. Like, fair. we don't have the same taste. Fair. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, his name is Bob. Other guy. Uh-huh. So it's Robert Altman. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of overlapping yeah. dialogue and and uh, weird Jesus. sound design. This this. This yeah. fucking mm-hmm. was almost like um um God, West Wing guy. Sorkin. Oh. It was Sorkin, almost yeah. Sorkin esque, like with how <laughs> it, like they were chasing people down hallways it, and so, people were talking a... over each other, and it was so up its own fucking asshole it is that I wanted to die. Extremely in its own ass, but yeah. I, <sighs> Sorkin can at least pull it off. Like you it's his thing. You see it every time. You're like, God damn it. It's just the same shit over again. But like, I like it. This is the Speak worst version of that. for yourself. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this is the, he has the most Altman stink on this movie of any Altman. I think I can remember. Uh, it's a lot. We'll, we'll I, talk about that. I, specifically. I like Robert. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone would enjoy this movie, but mm. demonstrably I am wrong based on the ratings. Yeah, so no, you're right I've wrong. never seen any of his like stuff past the 70s or early 80s, so that could yeah, be we, yeah. We sure. didn't terribly enjoy it, but like people yes. seem to really like this movie. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, I have a hopefully kind of short summary. There's yeah, you got some broad so, strokes. So much to talk about uh, outside of the actual plot, which is almost nothing. Um, yeah. so, okay. First scene, this is the meat of, I think the Seth and I immediately were just like, what the fuck? Get out. I don't know. Get the, no. just get the right, the fuck out of here. <laughs> so the first scene is, uh, well, I'll read what I wrote and then we can discuss the actual cinematics of it. Uh, cold open on the Hollywood lot. Tim Robbins is the exec. He's our main character. Uh, constantly mm. hearing pitches for new movies. Um, it's a lot of. Like, Hollywood is real crazy, but it's a, you know, like, it's a very cool game, and you have to be one of the insiders kind of set up thing. Yep. Um, well, you in a movie, The Insider. Maybe? I don't... Mm, that's yeah, not what that movie's uh, about, so... Okay, no. Uh, the problem good, here good, is... Good good try, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first shot, or the first scene, is one continuous shot... For like eight minutes, nine minutes, Seth? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven okay. and a half, which at the time, this film came out in 1992, yeah. was the longest continuous shot in Ever. film history. So it is truly a continuous shot. It's not just uh, cut to look. like Because the, the Hitchcock yeah. movie Rope, we watched recently, me and my partner, and that is mm. 
made to look like a continuous shot. No, this is this 1917 is, was the same one. This is one yeah. continuous. Uh, yes, 1917 uh, does do that. You're right. They have like yeah. 42 cuts, but it looks like one the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is supposedly apparently I mean, by yeah. by all accounts this is a single like crane shot or, or rail shot. Oh, it's a real it's a real the opening of Boogie Nights. Um, also I, famously I one continuous shot. Okay, yeah, yeah, but the, but this as as they fucking keep mentioning in the shot itself is very long. Uh-huh. Oh, so it's a so, meta so, act like we're watching the shot occur and in- No, no, it's just a bunch of Hollywood dudes being like, "Oh, do you remember that one really long shot from X movie?" Yeah. Oh yeah, but well, that was nothing compared to a really long shot from X movie. That was almost five minutes, oh. and then this goes on for seven and a half minutes. It's, it's so him just tipping his hat, like you see what I'm doing here. This is cool. Huh? Hey, right? hey, do you right? see this thing that I'm doing yeah. and how impressive it is that it's, I can do one long crane shot? It's <laughs> so tortured, though. Like there's parts of it where it's looking through a glass window. And you can hear the dialogue on the inside, but we're on the outside. And it's like, what? No one needs this. What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, that, that, that's what Altman does. Like, have you, okay, have you ever seen McCabe and Mrs. Miller? Yeah. No. So the opening scene is in a tavern, and all no, of the dialogue seen this, actually. Yeah, is no. audible. And none of it is, the only thing that makes any of it like a little louder is the people in relation to where the, the foreground versus the background is. But uh, all of it is technically important to the story. Like this is a thing he does. Like Yeah, he does this, I think more egregiously later in the movie, but he does this here too, where they're, I think just to emphasize the fact that it's one long shot and he's doing like depth of field and whatever, mm-hmm. there is shit that happens in the foreground that's not in focus or of any importance to what's happening. Just people walking through the scene yeah. and he's focused on the back of it and that's well, where the dialogue is happening. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no one needs it. What are you doing? Well, his <laughs> like, other, one of his other things is like, you know, it's a movie, movie is heightened reality, but it, it, it should still be a representation of reality. So it's like if you were standing there depending. witnessing it, this is how you would witness it yeah but it's just well, sh- it well, doesn't really sure, make sense but, like, but, but it seems extremely contrived with yeah everything i get it i'm happening. not saying it isn't but yeah it's it's very see. hard to ignore us... the shit that's walking across the front of your field of view and you're like okay i see what you're doing but i can want we, less of it a lot can we not forget can we not forget yes that he did build an entire village in malta to make the popeye movie that's true. <laughs> that did happen, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, this shot was quite similar. Uh, they had some back lot that was set up for, or maybe it was an actual Hollywood studio situation. I don't remember, but he ran like track around this entire mm-hmm. fucking thing so that they could do this one very long sweep. No, it, it really seemed like a soundstage. Almost everything in this movie seemed like a soundstage to me. Sure. I think, yeah. I think it like was the sort of soundstage that they used in other up-their-own-asshole Hollywood metafilms. Well, so this movie, yeah, this movie's about Hollywood, so, like, even the reality of the movie about Hollywood is happening on a Hollywood soundstage. That feels correct for for this level. Yeah, but, but like, not not in a way... that that has any purpose right so it's not like it's not like a who framed roger rabbit where it's where it's like a little more heightened or or like it it just it was just frustrating Mm -hmm. well it also suffers from the thing 
which I think Seth, you and I both brought up independently, which is like people from Hollywood making movies about Hollywood is meaningless to the average person. They're like, look at this cool club we're in, and everybody else right. goes, okay, I don't give any fucks about this. It's, it's like, it's like, yeah, there's like how fucking... the artist wins Best Picture, and everybody's like, yeah. oh, a silent movie made in 2011 about the yeah. magic of the movie. Yep. It, yeah. The the other obvious version of this is New York City movies, where everybody's like, look how cool New York is. This is my love mm. story to New York, and people that don't yeah. live in New York City go. Uh, what like uh, yeah <laughs> unless, i'm walking here out of a theater <laughs> unless from such hip films as uh 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 midnight cowboy yes sex in where, the city too yeah uh sex in the city too midnight <laughs> cowboy where john voight um uh dies there's no way that john voight yeah. isn't in sex in the city universe at some point right he's he's at least been in an episode as someone's like awful dad right someone's conservative dad like real yeah. life yeah <laughs> probably is <laughs> yeah. angelina jolie character of sex in the city <laughs> Could be. she plays herself and uh, no one needed that either so yeah yeah um yep. no i get it I, I will say here's here's my defense for the new york as like a, ooh, look at new york uh have you ever seen yeah. the the musical on the town that's a love letter to new york that i really enjoy okay I think it can be done well, but when they do it like this movie and like a lot of the New York stuff, when it's like, this is a club that you're not part of, look how cool mm-hmm. we are, and sure. you're not this, then it's like, it's very alienating. Like, wh- why would you do that? So is that what Licorice Pizza is for people who grew up in the Valley in the 80s or whenever it's set? <laughs> haven't seen it yet. Very excited. Yeah, I haven't seen but, it yet. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll see it at some point, I guess. I feel like I have to, that's the second Paul Thomas Anderson reference this this episode, by the way, so. Oh, Days and Confused? No, then, that's the uh, third. Uh, okay. Boogie Nights was the first. Oh, Boogie, Boogie, yeah, Boogie yeah. Nights, right. Um, right say, I still right. haven't well, seen so, Phantom Thread or There Will Be Blood, so I don't know when I'm going to see Licorice Pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, Richard Linklater made Days and Confused, so strike oh, that right. one from the record. My blow. Yep. All right. Oh, well, you're doing the edits, so... Um, sure regardless, we'll, we'll get more into the, like, the, the background fuckery. Oh, right. we're talking yes. about a movie. We should yeah. we should get through the plot. We are um, we are seven and a half minutes in. Yes, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's pretty exactly good. Exactly seven and a half <laughs> minutes in. Yeah. It's nice to know literally this to the second where we are in the plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so Tim Robbins the, again. The, the plot in scare quotes though. Very much so. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yes. It is uh, loose. Is Tim Robbins the executive or is he one of the yes, writers? Yes, Tim Robbins is the executive. He is, he is the sort of middling executive at the top of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he quickly starts receiving postcards threatening his life, uh, which he attributes to some anonymous writer he must have scorned at some point by not picking up the script or whatever sure um, yeah there's there's a lot of like uh lip service paid to like oh he can he can only green light 12 uh 12 pictures per year mm-hmm. but he sees something like fifty thousand scripts or something so he's really got to make the ones he picks count Apparently, uh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. And it it, uh, it does that, like, we are very powerful people. Have we made it clear that we are very powerful people thing again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he reckons that a an extremely grumpy and obviously weird Vincent D'Onofrio is probably the likely, likely culprit here. Yeah, um, and who could blame him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he seems like a suspect always, yeah. Behind um, my head, like this. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Uh, he figures out where Vince is going to be, uh, and he heads off to confront him. To and like, and Vincent is giving this. off some like very strong David Foster Wallace vibes at this point. Very manic, um, very spazzy, vi- like yeah. very manic. You know, like uh, un unkempt long-ish hair yeah. super young he's very like, thin he's quite svelte in this have you ever seen okay so there's this is crazy have you ever Red seen Dragon? full metal jacket right sure mm. he was kind of chunky in that. he's, yeah. he's overweight in that right yeah have you ever seen adventures in babysitting no oh yeah chiseled from marble that movie filmed like three months after <laughs> full metal jacket it is the most upsetting body transformation like yeah. I've ever seen if you if you know the timeline between the two sure. like literally his character in Adventures in Babysitting the little girl confuses him for the comic book character Thor because Thor is her hero and he has that... this like long flowing blonde hair and a giant hammer like wow. yeah confusing and impressive yeah <laughs> it's a good movie okay yeah um so right. full metal jacket actually everybody's like yeah I, that doesn't seem like a controversial opinion <laughs> I think that's one of those movies that everybody remembers the first half and forgets that the second half is also very good. Yes, oh, precisely. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so D'Onofrio is at a movie theater going to see a movie. Of course, everything is about Hollywood. Um, he uh, Tim Robbins offers him a deal uh, saying like, all right, uh, he doesn't really confront the like murder note thing, but he's like, um, yeah, I looked at your stuff and it's pretty good. Like hoping that it'll just like back off, assuming that he is the one mm-hmm. sending the postcards. Instead, Vince gets kind of drunk, they go to a bar, they fight a little bit, and out of fucking nowhere, uh, Tim Robbins just kills Vincent D'Onofrio. Whoa! He just, he just, uh, uh, um, just, uh, drowns him in, like, three inches of water in a, in a, uh, uh, like an alley, essentially. Yeah, in an alley, in, in, in just, like, a, a, puddle? Hole, hole in the road, I can't think of the right word. puddle. Oh, a pothole. No, yeah, yeah puddle. Uh, what the, Pot, pothole? Pothole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is that. I'm having some word search issues today. Quite all right. You know mm. what? Honestly, I that has kind of been... A, hmm, since I... It's getting better since I have my current job, but at my old job, I feel like I lost a lot of words. I, I'm with mm-hmm. you. I get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like normal words, like pothole. <laughs> well, I mean, all I mean by that is like my old job was a very specific amount of vocabulary was needed every mm-hmm. day, and I didn't really have to branch mm-hmm. out. And then I was constantly mm-hmm. exhausted, so I feel like I lost a lot of words. And now I'm like finding myself looking up words that I know I know in my current job and relearning them. And it's like, hey, cool, my brain. It's you're in that brain. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably that I'm forgetting these like normal people words because I don't leave the house. <laughs> uh, it could be that. Yeah. Pablo, what is, I have not seen one in nine months. What is you that? Know, yeah, I don't. <laughs> not to get too, too life details here. You know what my partner said to me the other day, Seth? She said, How come you and Seth never tried co working since you guys have been living in the same place? And it was no. like, Oh maybe we should have oh boy <laughs> to get to see another person in yet one of your very good friends that does like not every day but like a couple times a week yeah yeah we fucked it dude oh <laughs> balls of sars rex yeah. anyway <laughs> right back to this this 
this fun time with Tim Robbins murdering a guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So abrupt, so unnecessary, very confusing. Um, almost immediately, various Hollywood people and some cops, including Whoopi Goldberg, apparently detective on this uh, dead Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, is case. she playing the same character she plays in Theodore Rex? I think so, yeah. Mm, Shit, thanks so. maybe kind of, yeah. <laughs> um they start talking about the murder it's sort of the talk around town because i guess vince was like vaguely famous like he's a person that people like knew about or something so Mm -hmm. yeah he was a Uh, uh, one of them classic hollywood characters he hung out at the formosa bar and grill uh, where all the writers hang out see i know about hollywood there you go saying things now that's a real place (laughs) sure enough at the at the brown derby that's also a real place see we're both doing it now Mm, this is what they want you to think see you've you've fallen for the trap i hate this yeah you know what i miss Um, i miss restaurants where you eat steak (laughs) oh but me and me and the wife go to uh texas roadhouse we said a restaurant not a a, yeah not an experience honestly every time we go there we do it as a goof which feels kind of gross as like a thing but yeah we, i get it i get it. we're slumming I yeah, get it. yeah right and then we go there and we go fuck that's actually really good like i enjoyed that meal a lot and the experience yeah. is nice because everybody's kind of friendly and stuff yeah you i know don't the secret ingredient is salt it is salt well, there's a lot of course, salt yeah. they do uh, flat top giant, style salt giant yeah. coors lights don't hurt a lot <laughs> <laughs> listen i've never had a bad meal at one mm-hmm. but like it is never a bit more money that I'm, that I'm happy either. to spend for what it is. Yeah. That is always the problem. You look at the receipt at the end and go, oh, fuck. I don't know. Mm. All right. <laughs> Could do it at home. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so everybody's talking about Vince. Uh, Whoopi's kind of starting to talk to Tim. Um, and the postcard stuff continues to happen. So Tim so starts clearly Tim didn't kill the right. Sure. Killed, writer. D- d- flew off the handle and killed some guy. Wasn't the guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he starts to kind of lose it. Um, at this point, he goes to meet Vince's girlfriend and kind of falls for her, despite uh, also currently dating a script editor that he is the boss of. In sort yeah, of. he's dating one of his subordinates. He's a real. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the fore and just say this movie glorifies being a sociopath, mm-hmm. like in yep. in a real way, but like. Tim Robbins is clearly has some sociopathy tendencies. Can I also, let, me, let me shoot my shot real quick here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, do we find out that the whole movie has been a movie? So, sort of. Uh, I mean, so, sort of. Not not we'll, in the way you probably think, but all right, yeah, we'll I'll, take I'll take it. I'll take it. It's mm-hmm. a it's a kind of that thing. Does like Tim Robbins like pick his head up at the end and like drop a script on the table and go, "Wow, what a script!" No, it's um, it's not that on the nose. Certainly, okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's there. Yeah, um, but. Uh, the uh, gender power dynamic is extremely bad in this movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, did we give you Peter Gallagher? You didn't this? give me old eyebrows himself. <laughs> yeah, Peter Peter Gallagher is playing the hot new like executive. He's the new Tim Robbins. Yes, he's the new yeah. Tim Robbins, and Tim Robbins is like intimidated by him because you know he's the the new sex. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, you know, T. Good looking guy. Sex. Yeah. He's he's a, sex. Is he the poor man's Eric Roberts, or is Eric Roberts the poor man's Peter Gallagher? I don't know. Well, it's tough. Eric Roberts has movie. an Oscar nomination, and Peter Gallagher doesn't. 
Really? Yeah. For what? But Peter Gallagher is somebody that people don't hate with every fiber of their being. It's true. Yeah. Including mm-hmm. their daughter. Yeah. I hear right. it's a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I don't know what uh, Eric Roberts has a best supporting actor nomination from like the mid to late eighties. And I, I couldn't tell you what the movie is. Okay. I think it's one of those movies that has no cultural footprint, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, he's yeah. mostly in like the killers music videos these days. True. <laughs> like, it's bizarre. Now, yeah. His, his and, career and he, is. And he does voiceover work from his bathroom on his cell phone, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a little rough. Who knows? Yeah. Meanwhile, Peter Gallagher is in the center stage direct to streaming sequels that have been coming out the last few hey, years. Sure. Listen, Playing the character has... he plays in center stage. Yeah. Trajectories are confusing sometimes. Yes. <laughs> I think he's making money and he's happy. That would be my guess. Yeah. yeah. Can't argue it with that. Seems likely. Yep. Um, anyway, yeah. Peter Gallagher is in this also. Like he's he s- s- sort of an important character, but not really. He, he's intended to be know. a nemesis, but he doesn't show up enough that anyone should actually care. I think is the problem. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. Right. So, so. Uh, Tim Robbins and Vince's uh, now, I guess, widow girlfriend uh, hit it off more and more as the stalker gets closer and closer. Um, he just barely misses him when two guys surprised him with a movie pitch and a would be confrontation. Like Tim tried to set up this, like, okay, I'll meet you postcard guy. And it didn't happen because like two new Hollywood people were just like, Hey, here our script. And he's like, fuck, I'm here for a reason. And yeah, it's a whole Cause thing. Hollywood's crazy. Was, yeah, yeah. Moving this pieces. Happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, having failed that thing, he gets back in his car, uh, and, uh, finds a rattlesnake that the postcard killer just like put in his car. Cause why not? That's weird. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that um, perfect crime. Yeah. This is when this is the point of the movie where I was already like, okay, mm, and it was like, all right, snakes and cars and shit. Okay, this is too much. You never um, heard of a Shelby Cobra? Listen, I love a kit car as much as the next guy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, stuff continues to get weirder and darker as he starts uh, hiding with the new lady friend. Um, even admitting to her that he killed Vince, her now ex-boyfriend. Well, yeah. I don't know about ex, but yeah, I get what sure, you're saying. Sure, yeah. yeah. Now dead boyfriend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, cool. Yeah, she's just like she's taken just by him. It. So it's just like, okay, let's do it. Um, he also has to participate in a lineup uh, because Whoopi and uh, I guess Lyle Lovett. Uh, Lyle Lovett is a detective, sort of a detective who's been like stalking him the whole time. That yeah. He- he thinks is the postcard writer, but yeah, he's just Whoopi's partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of figure it out and they're like, obviously you're the guy. Um, but whoever the witness was doesn't identify him in the lineup. So he gets off. Um, she, uh, in fact, identifies Lyle Lovett as their murderer. And <laughs> right. Just completely he completely in the lineup. fucks up their entire thing, which yep. is uh, one of the few bright spots, I think of this movie in terms of like fun, fun things. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Um, so somehow, despite all of this, we cut to one year later, uh, the yep. bizarro movie that the two dudes were pitching him when they thwarted that um, initial meetup with the postcard guy um, has now been made uh, and is mm-hmm. a massive success. And it's sort of intended to be a farce. Like the movie is the stupidest thing, like on paper that you could. Yeah, ever it's, it's extremely dumb. It's, yeah. it's uh, like uh, for any listeners out there going through Seinfeld again. It's like sack lunch, the movie that Elaine really wants to see, but I think she yeah. has to buy tickets for the English pace instead because sack mm. lunch is sold out. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, it's a real um, uh, Thunder Gun. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, it's always yeah. sunny. Yeah, yeah. Well, been, I watched the first two episodes of the, the newest season. Rough. Not rough stuff. Rough. I don't know. Uh, That's too bad. I still like it, but. Listen, I'm going to finish it. Stuff. Of course. We can't not. We've been. I'm it's like half of our seasons now. deep. Like, how am yeah, I not going to exactly. finish it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that time Mac came out to his dad was really quite beautiful very I, emotionally I affected there yes, were some I, bizarrely uh moving episodes in there. no i i i literally cry was, was more than crying once yeah during that yeah almost every time i watched that goddamn episode zach and i zach and i talked about this yesterday things that lee likes <laughs> people in fiction finally getting coming to terms and voicing their their true self as they mm. most feel comfortable and athletic male dancing like yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. it's a real it's a real moscow on the hudson for you uh is that what that's about either of those no things? yeah <laughs> i know that i'm pretty sure robin williams is in it and end of story yeah i mean there's some other stuff but okay cool 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 so Zach got up for a second, and we we yeah. almost vamped through the whole thing. And, no, and I think I you just, guys you guys nailed it. Uh, no, and then I decided to to bring attention to it. So what well, were you doing? Oh, okay. I was letting Cal out. She was sleeping in this little bean sleeper that we have. It's just like oh. a little hut, and I didn't realize she's been there for hours. Apparently, <laughs> Zach has a cow cat. His cow cat is the sweetest little cow cat. She is a real dumbo and the most lovable cat I've ever met in my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yep. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, this movie gets made. Uh, we then cut to Tim Robbins has taken his boss's place. He has only succeeded in life, despite mm-hmm. his literal murder he committed. Right, but he, um, he greenlit a successful movie, so... That's how it works, I guess, yep. I mean, um, fucking John Peters uh, kept failing upward, and all he did was uh, do Barbara Streisand's hair and keep telling people to put spiders in movies. Like, <laughs> Sure enough, yep. So, yeah, that literally... Speaking you know. of which, Bradley Cooper plays him in Licorice Pizza. Oh, no shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's fun. All right. Um, so Tim is still with uh, the widow lady. Uh, she's pregnant. They're, mm-hmm. by all means, living a very happy life. Um, he's arriving at home one day, and he gets a call on his 1992 car phone, cell phone? I don't know. Listen, One of the first sick. ones. Yeah. Um. And uh, this, there's a guy on the other end with a sort of nondescript voice pitching him all the stuff that happened to Tim Robbins. He's like, hey, I got a movie about a guy that drowns a guy in a puddle and then he gets away with it and he fails upward and it's a whole thing. And Tim Robbins is like, I see what you're doing here. OK, OK. Um, and he's like, what a great you... script. Gr- yeah. yeah. He's like, are you willing to offer me a deal? And Tim emotionless uh, goes like, yep, I think we can do that. Uh, if we're gonna keep this between us okay cool um and he asks what the movie is called and the guy on the other end of the phone says the player roll credits that's the entire movie uh, yeah sounds yeah. Up, like fine fart sound it sounds a lot <laughs> like a movie that i would be perfectly content scrolling my, on my phone while watching yeah that's well, kind well, of what we did yeah that i was gonna say like i had it playing on on one screen while i did other things on yeah. on 
like either another computer or the other screen. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie is also what two hours eight minutes or something. It's well, long. it's an all awesome movie. They, they don't right. all the movies don't come short, baby. They don't. But like yeah. the, I mean, the description that I just gave makes it seem like things happen, but they really but fucking they don't. don't. <laughs> Nothing happens in this movie. Also, I'm going to reiterate. I'm going to reiterate. It's an all my baby. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. None of these things are shocking to me. Like these. Yeah. These. Yeah. The, the story itself, sure, it sounds dumb, but like yeah. the, the way you're saying the story plays out, none of that yeah. surprises me based on who directed this movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So speaking of which, I think the, the most notable part of this is, again, the chewing the scenery, Hollywood is very glamorous, whatever. There, we were talking earlier about the cast is extremely much longer than we gave you. Sure, there oh, are... it's on HBO. I could watch this tonight if I wanted. I'm yeah, not that's... yeah, oh, that's don't. where we watched it. But, yeah, right, mean... that's where I watched it. Oh, yeah, it's based so... on novel. It so there are infinite cameos in this, like yeah, infinite. Um, Ooh, and Dean I guess Altman, well. Altman just called all these people like massive Goldblum, Julia Roberts. Uh, like everybody and was just like hey we're doing a movie about oh, Hollywood. bruce willis is, is in a bunch of it gina yeah, gershon yeah. um he was just like i I'm... sydney pollock was actually a character but he was steve uh, allen's in it renee aubergeois yeah no that's a lot yeah <gasps> oh r.i.p harry um, belafonte karen I, I black holy renee shit this is gary busey what the fuck robert Carradine. gary busey is in this pretty, Cher, pretty much james coburn my god guys lily tomlin yeah, yeah it's a lot yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is they're john cusack mostly... well of course john cusack's in it because it's a tim robbins movie the he best plays friends. himself <gasps> peter falk yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some Peter Falk. Again, oh, this is very no consequence. It, it means whatsoever. nothing. It yeah. means nothing because he was Louise like Louise Fletcher, Dennis Franz, Terry Gar, Lisa Gibbons, Scott Glenn, Jeff Goldblum, Elliot Gould, Joel Gray, David Allen yeah. Greer, Buck Henry, Angelica Houston, Kathy Ireland, yeah. Sally Kellerman's <laughs> Jack Lemmon, Marley Matlin, Andy McDowell, Malcolm McDowell, Martin Mull, Nick Nolte. Um, Holy fuck! Do you know how many Oscar winners are in this movie? This is well, yeah, but the thing part is, the is that it's yes. like, a, yeah, it's like a, it's it's all fart noise. It is, it is to no like consequence. Whatsoever. Red carpet yeah. scenes, yeah, they're like background actors. It's mm. the same thing as that first shot but, we were describing. They're like in the one, they're literally at some like fancy Hollywood restaurant thing, and Spago. then the focus this. Sure, yeah, the focus shifts Sweet from the, the table. Uh, he, honestly maybe i don't know yeah the the focus shifts from the tim robbins table to the back and it's angelica houston and john cusack and jeff goldblum i think just having lunch talking about nothing and then it shifts back to tim oh, robbins it's you like, know what how i what? bet that, that is happened. meaningless like, angelica houston and when was this made it's like 91 92 92 yeah. mm. so made in 91 yeah 90. angelica houston and john cusack were in a movie called the grifters together right around this time i bet they, they just sure plucked were. them right off a of set like so that was yeah, the thing. fucking Altman... probably, but like it's utterly meaningless. It is. They also paid none of these people for cameos. Altman just called them up and was like, "I'm Robert Altman. Can you show up for ten minutes and we can put you in this movie?" And I guess he's famous or like important enough that people were just like, "Okay, sure." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't pay anybody, which he's... is ridiculous. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know. I know. I feel like I'm belaboring this point. He's Robert fucking Altman, dude. Like, I know. Well, uh, clearly, yeah, it works. But... Like, yeah, it's you know, yeah. <sighs> But it's so frustrating to watch. It is, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. 
Oh, what if we I do mean, all the late period Altmans on the show? We should do Dr. T and the women. No, let's oh. definitely not do that. Oh my god. You know, Richard Gere doesn't come up enough on our show. That's You're right. Cool. We never do Richard Gere movies. Yeah. Hey, I don't think I, one. I, I, both of you guys know the movie First Night? Because <laughs> Hell yeah, oh, I watched yeah. that movie a lot as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so never mind. We can't do First yeah. Night. I watched it a couple we... months ago. Are you fucking kidding me? Like... Yeah, I mean it's I, I think comboed it's on... it with Camelot. They were I'm both on really... HBO Max at the same time. I was mm-hmm. gonna say, yeah, they're both on the max, and I think they both might be on Netflix right now. Mm. But um, sure, regardless, sure. I don't, I don't want to watch Gosford Park. I don't. We already <laughs> did Gosford Park on the show. Did, did we? we? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, who did it? I don't remember. Was it, was okay. it me? I watched it. I remember watching it. I feel like I watched it. Richie Grant's in that one too. I guess he's an Altman guy. I didn't realize. Listen. Hmm. Count me out as an Altman guy. So, speaking of which... Uh, we gotta start doing some Richard E. Grant movies on here, by the way. I've got <laughs> okay. three of them in the barrel. One of them is just the greatest... One of them is truly a, a, a wonderful movie. One of them is the most insane movie I've ever seen. And the other one is pretty recent and good. Uh, Alright. Mm-hmm. That seems fun. Yep. You ever notice how we like don't really do our show anymore? We just kind of like... I do. It's because we did the two-week thing. Now we just want to talk to each other. Like, yeah, that's, that's fine. I like this, but I don't think yeah. other people do, probably. I mean, I don't think we lost any listeners. That's true. Certainly didn't gain any, but yeah. Hi, hi, Kev. Hi, Will. Hi, Mariel. Hi, Aaron. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yep. I'm pretty uh, sure that's it. End of list. Anyway. Yeah. None of our uh, partners. That's for damn sure. Oh, God, oh no. no way. Oh, no. Not from day one. Yeah um so there's uh, speaking of altman and like we talked with this tortured first shot where there's just shit like happening in the foreground when we're supposed to be Mm -hmm. focusing on the there is a shot at a different restaurant later on where is it an italian restaurant no it's like an american is it a scene from an italian restaurant no, god damn it why are you like this (laughs) bottle of red (laughs) bottle of red they're they're in not even the background they're like in the mid ground and Mm -hmm. there are six six bikers bicyclists in full spandex without heads walking through the foreground just their torsos and so like the way they're framed is just torso yeah yep back and forth back and forth back and forth for the whole thing just covering tim robbins and i don't know who else is fucking Mm. it was just like you have to be fucking kidding me. Like, if, okay, if you want to portray the thing like you were talking about, where it's like, this is what real life is like, get used to it. Sure, but like, pretty fucking much. Get like, used to it, fucko. Yeah, I, uh, ugh, ugh. And then the through the windows thing is the other Altman thing I cannot fucking get over. He does windows, but they always have glare or explicit blinds where you can't see through the window. It's yeah. not like clear. It's like, obs- it, oh my God. It I, I, me I mean, fucking insane yeah i yes that's a choice i get sure. it it's not hmm. i don't know why like why i don't yeah know. yeah <laughs> it's all this this whole movie is so frustrating yeah so, i mean the the one thing i really want to talk about is the sociopathy where like he's yes. like he 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 coldly like he's dating dating this editor and he coldly is just like oh yeah we're not dating anymore and she's broken up about it and he just moves on and then goes off and you know 
has sex with this other woman and then later uh she ends up being she uh-huh. like you guys, suggests you guys ever have sex pretty cool it's pretty yeah, cool it's pretty, yeah <laughs> i mean you guys are both married so you have for sure <laughs> if you want to tell me about it it'd be cool uh, I'd, I'd like to know <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is upsetting and she i think the i'm just joking i'm not a virgin i'm not (laughs) um the woman who plays the editor is famous i forget her name but she's been in like a bunch of sitcoms and stuff thelma schumacher that's a that's an editor joke she's she's martin scorsese's editor oh okay she's she was married to michael powell one of my favorite directors thank you for that Mm-hmm. it's really nice i believe it's cynthia stevenson but, it is um, yes yeah she has a face she... that you'd recognize okay let me i'll look her up real quick and interject sure. while you're trying to say something else yeah obviously yeah um, sure um but like yeah. all right so he he coldly breaks up with her and then later on she like suggests a different ending to a movie to peter gallagher and he is summarily fired she goes to tim robbins and tries to appeal the firing and he's just like we all have to solve our own problems. Yeah. Like she, you know, I don't just... recognize this lady. I've seen some of these things, but I don't think I know who this is. Are you pleased with yourself? I am. Thank you. I I could tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's terrible. Also, he kills the guy. I. I mean, the most sociopathy is he kills the guy, and then, I guess you know, very explicitly, his first thing is just like. Oh shit! Now I gotta cover my tracks, and mm-hmm. that's why he starts stalking the now uh, widow girlfriend. I don't know. What you well, call but then, yeah, like it's it's not just a covering the tracks. He clearly is like picking and choosing parts of this person's life now that are his. Because... To assume, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's really gross. And then, uh, of course, is rewarded in the end. Like, it all yeah, works out. <laughs> it's like he, he, he wins. Yeah. And so, like, the entire movie seems to be like. Oh, you know, Hollywood is so cutthroat. You have to be, you know, you just have to be dispassionate. Yeah, like, yeah, mm -hmm. you just, you know, don't, don't ever care about other human beings in any way, shape or form or else. uh, Never make it in Hollywood, I guess. It's just. What's the point? Like what? It's, it's a gross, it's a gross message that is utterly meaningless. Right, exactly. To anybody who isn't already like. Or, or rather, it, it like serves as a as be like the only way that you can make it in Hollywood is to be a nightmare person. Sure, mm-hmm. uh, like the, the so it's like s- reinforcing all of the your 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 Weinstein right because it's a com- it's, right, I'm course, sure it's yeah. like intended to be a commentary on like ooh all these people we work with suck don't they? But at the end of the day, it's like not really you. It, you it, you it, are that too, though you get right. That. It's so not it's, even yes. intended to be gross. Like so, like American Psycho is the sort of hyperbolic version of this, where you're like, Blah, okay, this is the extreme Dallas. version, Blah. and you're yeah, right. you're supposed to hate this person. Mm-hmm. This movie is not extreme enough to be like, okay, well, he's but the even, obvious. But villain, even then, like, you well, you have like nightmare scenarios, like um um uh, uh, Fight Club, right, yeah, where yeah. it's supposed to be a satire saying that Tosk toxic masculinity is you know destroying the psyches of all these people 
And yet people are like, oh no, you know, <laughs> like you, you really need to go fight the establishment. That, <laughs> His uh, name was they... Meatloaf. Yeah, I get yeah. that, right. Uh, right? Kev, so, Kevin Lee and I were talking a lot about Boondock Saints yesterday. That is another one where I feel sh- like people miss the message a hundred percent. It's the same No, no, no. I think, shit. I, I truly think that the person who made that movie missed the message of that movie. Oh yeah, for sure. But no, Seth, you're right about Fight Club. It's like people were like oh yeah these dudes are cool as shit and it's like mm-hmm. oh no 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 that's the all that's the, the wrong all, thing <laughs> like i think i i and chuck palinchuk is like yeah, yeah. Nah, nah like right you guys did a bad job well to yeah, the point where he wrote a sequel right to like try to ruin the legacy wait yeah chuck, exactly. chuck wrote a different another book of fight club Mm-hmm. You wrote a sequel, oh, sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like I, in college, I fancied myself quite a Chuck Palahniuk fan. You know who I've never enjoyed? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. yeah, he's not that yeah. good. I mean, he's I, fine. I, fine. I <laughs> listen. You're allowed to like what you like. It's not for me. Yeah, it's re- regardless. It's, what I'm let saying me, let me this movie. You're allowed to like what you like as long as you don't base your personality around harmful things from the culture that you like. You can enjoy sure. harmful culture if you can contextualize like separate it, it. Yeah. In, yeah. in how it, in what it means in the real world. If you're not like turning into an actual Nazi at the end of the day. Right. You can read, if you want to read Chuck Palahniuk's book and be like, I enjoyed reading that. Wow. What a terrible message. Sure. sure. Go for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. not my taste. Hey. I mean, I that's how I. I don't want to get on a fucking whaling boat, but I read Moby Dick every year, like you know. Yeah. Now I do. That's how I feel about. I kind of want to though a little bit. Like, what else do we have going? Mm, (laughs) Some Salman Rushdie. I like. I like. Mm. There are some Salman Rushdie things that I really, really enjoy, but Salman Rushdie is kind of a nightmare. You know, I I just have such a hard time getting into magical realism. I just, it's just. Oh, I love me. I know you do. I know you do. It's (laughs) almost. I feel like you. You. You don't. You're not fluent enough in Spanish to love magical realism as much as you do. But (laughs) oh, I know that. I know that you are. Yeah, well right. versed in as I just said things yeah. in well in French, yeah, in, yeah. in cartoon in French, in Gomez Adams French, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Oh, contrairement, <laughs> mami, absolument, ish. That's French. <laughs> yeah. Um. Regardless, I think that this movie is like trying to be. Well, it claims to be trying to be satirical, and I think that it does not do it well enough sure yes that it in any way shape or form matters it's it's a lack of self-awareness i think from altman like he he didn't know to push it far enough that's the it's the pitfall the pitfall of satire is when you don't realize that you actually care about the thing you're satirizing Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so then you dial it back just a little bit. Uh-huh. And, like, and, and even subconsciously, you, you dial it, it back a little bit, and it just yeah. doesn't work. It just yep. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then it just seems it's very obvious in hindsight for outsiders. You go, this is oh, why you're that thing. This okay, is why, gross. like, like this is why Mel Brooks works so well. Because all of his satire yeah, are sure. things that are either he loves so much that he's not afraid to admit how much he loves it, or yeah. are mm-hmm. so repulsive. That it's not hard to just yeah. make it look ridiculous. Everybody well, takes and, the mental jump and goes, "Okay, uh, yeah, of course." And yeah. and with the things that he loves, he's not willing, or he's he's he doesn't feel the need to protect them, 
Right, yeah. that's the thing, yeah. is that, like, he's like, yeah, I unabashedly love this thing. I love Universal but it has Monster flaws, movies, but so it's let's... stupid and silly. Let's... <laughs> exactly, sure. and yeah. so, like, you, you embrace the I love the Hitchcock movies, but <laughs> it's style over substance, so let's make oh, a whole right. comedy that the jokes are about the style. Like, yeah. Right, right exactly. Right. And so that's why, you know, Mel Brooks is a great creator yeah. in this regard. But I don't know why I brought him up, but, you know. Ah, uh, because he's great. He's and interesting. I, he's, and I he's thought a much better people should hear about it. Of the thing that this was like, trying to accomplish. I'm going to be really upset when. Also, he has one more Oscar than Robert Altman in that he has one. Yeah, and Robert Altman yeah. has zero. So. <laughs> Turns out. Also, Mel Brooks is still alive, so he won that one, too. Yeah. Oh, did. Altman's dead? I didn't know that. Yeah, a long time ago at this point, oh, I think. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Also, Mel Brooks was married to Anne Bancroft. True. That's pretty cool. Altman that wasn't. Is very cool. I assume. Yeah. Altman wasn't. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. I, I have a few uh, brief thoughts. Um, Lee, you might have noticed we haven't talked about Jeremy Piven at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was not going to bring it up. He is confusingly barely in this movie uh it doesn't sound confusing it sounds like most people in this movie are barely in this movie well yeah yeah but jeremy piven is not playing himself he's he not famous at this point he wasn't a person i think he's yet. not entirely famous i mean this uh, is like four years jeremy before piven. pcu for christ's sake so right exactly uh the one notable thing about him in this movie everyone drives the cars that you would expect like a range rover or a porsche or whatever now how many jeremy of them piven. can drive 55 Huh? You, don't, you don't know that Sammy Hagar song? I can't drive 55. 55. Um, more of a Roth guy. Whatever. Um, Same. Actually, I like Gary <laughs> Sharon myself. But, sure, sure. And now we've sure. named all three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seth yep. is going to uh, kill me. <laughs> so people drive like, you know, luxury cars. Jeremy Piven has a, at the time, brand new. Toyota bright, Century. Bright red camaro convertible Ooh. but like the yeah. shitty square like one the that's 90s, 90s shitty irox yeah. uh-huh Ugh. it was the same version as the irock but not even an irock yeah mm-hmm. i was like wow they really nailed him before anybody even knew who he was yeah. you know what irock stands for right i should i don't italian arsler out cruising oh oh my <laughs> yeah it's a 90s joke yeah, I guess I grew up in the 90s. That kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oof, yeah, we used to toss that shit around. <laughs> sure did. Don't, yep. Don't like that. <laughs> nope. Uh, other ones, uh, there's at Vincent D'Onofrio's funeral, um, the guy is giving his, his eulogy. <laughs> yep. There's a guy giving his eulogy. He ends the eulogy with fade out. <laughs> yeah. Very It's <laughs> <nice>. like... <laughs> Guys, there's, there's a couple real fun things. And so, in here. whoever dies first out of the three of us, I fully expect that to be the thing. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Are you kidding me? What? Yes. Oh my God. I'm going to kill myself right now. I want this to <laughs> I would accept Fiend. Fiend would also work, but Fade Out is really good. Ooh, yeah. I did. Can, can, <laughs> let me put up here also uh, the end question mark. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Real that's 50s nice. style. I, yeah. It's hard to squeeze an after credit scene into a eulogy, but like. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, no. can you, Sam Jackson show up and recruit <laughs> <yeah>. everybody? <laughs> you, you, Wait, you my prepare, life was in the Marvel Universe the whole time? <laughs> you prepare a sign to just like 
pull up at the end. Ah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like yep. a, yeah. Well, that sounds mm-hmm. too classy Love for me. that. I'm, yep. I'm a real dirtbag. <laughs> That's true. Yep. So maybe. Yep. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Which, who am I leaving my wrestling belt to? Well, we could wrestle Jack, over it, I guess. I'll tell you. <laughs> It seemed to bring you a lot of joy last time you were here. I really did like yeah, it. I Listen, like I don't want to just take it. I, I think we have to compete for it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's got to be a the spirit of the match. game, right? It's got to be a lot match. Yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. I'm going to spend, like months preparing oh yeah oh yeah for yeah no we're gonna we're gonna like i'm i'm gonna i'm oh boy i'm gonna do so much human growth uh hormone <laughs> like there's, there's like a non-zero chance that you guys could get some small indie wrestling fed to Ooh. let you do a ladder match at one of their shows and it's like hey some guy some guy died and is he he owned a replica belt, probably one that many of you in the crowd have with you right now. And uh, Here's his the thing, friends are you, gonna have a ladder match over who gets it. You'd you'd have it would have to be at your open casket funeral. It'd have to be yeah, at no. my funeral. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> saves the day, the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's, you it's would have to be, be there. Your body in some capacity it'd be a whole nightmare oh know? i have to think of my whole persona we'd have I, to one of us would have to throw the other one through your casket and your body <laughs> yeah so good and you know so you're gonna be nude so like it's yeah it's just oh like, for the coffin right. drop yeah right, yeah, right. Huh? <laughs> or coffin flop yeah um so Jesus I, why is Christ. all this shit on me i do <laughs> i do want to admit something i want to admit something so you guys know i've been I've been having a, a, a an up and down emotional oh, yeah. kind, of, oh, yeah. kind of time uh, recently for, for yep. reasons, um, but there has been some. Part of it is necessitated by very good news, and like one of the first things I did was kind of think about whether or not I should order another wrestling belt for myself, mm-hmm. so I can have two instead of one. That does sound very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. And, I will say, I. And I, had... I get to wear two fucking belts because you're going down. Oh, you <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> oh, yeah. You Sunday, you Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Oh, what what fun you'll have when I'm dead. <laughs> Just briefly. That is going to be really sad. Yeah. Also, Seth, I... if there's any rugs, there's at least one that my partner doesn't want. You get the you get the the. I have a really beautiful runner. And it's wool. I need a runner so bad right There's now. There's nowhere to put it right now. And it needs <laughs> some repair work. Um, oh, I, I, if you think that I'm not a darning man, <laughs> I am. I'm a darning man! <laughs> I've abandoned I you my... Said you yet, my there will be yet another Paul Thomas Anderson yeah, run. sure yeah. is. <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ. Fucking we, hell. We gotta, we gotta pull out of the spiral. Uh, the, only, gotta... the only other thing... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have health insurance had. again. I'm gonna get a vasectomy. I won't have to pull out a shit. Hey, there you go. Speaking of dicks, uh, Tim <laughs> Robin Hoglog in this movie. Oh, yeah, really? Get to, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it's a throw-off Hoglog. It's the most like, lazy Hoglog. And he stands so... up out of a mud bath, I think, right? And like a mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just... I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm going to go incognito or... and search on Bing. Or later tonight, you, you can to just watch you. the whole thing. And I think I gave Zach the timestamp. You mm. did have it down to the second, I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we wait, can go drunk, back and find it. Yeah. Tim yeah. Robbins. 
It looks fine. Couldn't, couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. Yeah, cut or so, cut. Uh, it looks like Lee, a pretty nice dick. Yeah. Lee, it's it's at timestamp one hour forty seven minutes twenty four seconds. There it is. Yep. Um, it's very brief. In case but... anybody listening, uh, Mr. Skin, I don't think um, any of these pictures HBO, are from this Max. movie. This this just looks like pictures of of guys holding their penises. Uh, well, Bingle Bingle get you like that. Turns out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. it 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 turns out. Yep. Um, anyway, oh, here's a one forty-seven twenty-four muscles. Yep. Mm. Um, one forty-seven twenty-one. Yeah. 24 24 thank you mm-hmm. yeah i mean that gives you that gives you uh two well a, a second to like sort of get yourself steady yeah. and then you know you get the full reveal and then you know it's, it's he, he it's, turns it's gone away. in a flash it's very gordon. brief yeah yeah a flesh gordon if you yeah. will sure. oh like that movie flash gordon. oh i yeah, see the, the, it okay totally normal yeah, it's not yeah, that bad. It's, totally it's like pretty okay, it's, yeah. but it's like a it's like a throwaway because he's it just is, getting out of a bag. Yeah, he's, he, is he kinda... looks he looks like a very it's a very awkward posture. Yeah, it, it's one of the a lot of hog logs are like this where it's like we didn't need that. If you're not going to really hang them out there, like you know tits or whatever, yeah. like you got to really it's... give it the business if you're going to hog. Yeah, but well, we can't does. all be Jane Campion movies. I mean. That's true. Yeah, she does we, we love a hog. <laughs> we can't all be Willem Dafoe. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Dude can hang some dung. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh boy. Whew. Oh, Auntie right. Andy Dafoe, you Christ know, me. <laughs> you know what I haven't watched in a long time? Streets of Fire. Oh okay. man, he wears so much PVC in that. I know. <laughs> there's no hog log in that one, but it's still no. But great. there is oh. a lot of PVC. I, and a I lot can of never fascinating hair dudes. for the rest of my life see Willem Dafoe's face without picturing his dick. <laughs> it's just like immediate for me. That's the real consequence of the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of a hog log, Zach. You know that Spider-Man meme with Willem Dafoe. Oh, oh there you are yeah, okay, yeah i'm a bit okay. of a hog log myself you need the yeah the, you're right right, you're right. right, right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right Thank let's rate this fucking thing and yeah all right so <laughs> this 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 trash movie um got a oh boy wow that is a high score it's a lot as oh, i recall um <laughs> yeah with well it has three 50, oscar noms yeah. yeah, with fifty-eight thousand two hundred and forty-six votes, it is a seven point five. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's almost top two fifty territory. That's crazy. Yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> I don't not know right. about that, but seven point five. I mean, yeah, it's it's in that category of movies that. that like, yeah, are just like yeah. obvious watches, and this is not that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a problem. Yeah. Um, Right, so I'll 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 go ahead and and rate um, for sure. The original is honestly, it's just so up its own asshole, and I had I really didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody is acting in a way that makes like there's a couple funny bits, and we talked about a couple of the funny bits. I just did a Google search for one of them bits. <laughs> Wait, which one? The dick. So oh, well, because Tim, Tim Robbins hog is Sean oh. bits. Yeah. quite quite um i don't know this um this movie is a nothing to me and Agreed. is just hollywood jerking itself off so it it gets like a three okay sure i i yeah. despite that seven and a half minute opening shot <laughs> oh boy no it, in service of that shot yeah it's a three lee 
for you um very aptly meta meta in your meta movie with the side of meta and then some like a, a little toasted meta mm-hmm. on the side mm-hmm. um you know you know that a waiting for godot is gonna get me you know <laughs> that uh, uh 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 waiting for guffman is gonna get me and you know a sports movie with unlikely sports heroes is gonna get well, me. A, real, a, a real Shane Falco picture. Yeah. yeah Seth, in this yeah. case, just call me X, because X gonna give it to you. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, you that. just you just yeah, you just lost yourself a point. Sorry. Ooh, I hate to see it. I'm like, yep. yeah. Oof. Yeah, you you, you you tried too hard. And too in the close end, to sun wings yeah. melted. <laughs> nope, you missed the Lincoln Park on that one, Lee. Yeah, it was going to be a Lincoln Park thing, but um, r- regardless, Doesn't I don't matter. know. I I enjoy a good there sports movie, so you get uh seven and seven. Oh, oh the, a gentleman's a, a gentleman's open bar concoction. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I too true. enjoy a VFW from time to time. <laughs> When's the last time you think anyone yeah, ordered a seven and to seven a that they paid for? Like. Mm. Oh, so not at a wedding? Uh, oh, I, no, no, no. I was going to say the last seven bar, and seven so. of I had was yeah, at a wedding. Yeah. So, mm. but paid for? God, nineteen seventy-five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who All right, Zach, tell 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 me more. Tell yeah. me more. Uh, OG movie. God, I was so bored. It was so long, so up its own ass. I think I would have rather watched Sex in the City too. <laughs> it was so stupid. I just hated it, and it made me so mad. When I was like looking up the trivia and the seven five that IMDb apparently the populace gave it, like I was just so infuriated. Yeah. yeah, like who is watching this going? Yes, this is all very good. I um, think it's all people that think themselves movie critics. Yeah, it's got to be. They want to be because, on the inside. This was like this was yeah. like in the top thirty film, like according to Rolling Stone in two thousand fifteen. Mm. They're like, this is the top thirty films since Rolling Stone has come out, like has been published. Yeah, I'm like, really? Wild. I know. I I read similar critiques that are just like, it is a masterpiece. It really captures the Hollywood spirit. And I was like, no one's here for that. Like, it if it does, nobody, then it fucking blows. Like, <laughs> I nobody ugh. wants to interact with that tra- kind of trash yeah it's terrible um it's, uh, yeah i'm with you uh three yeah it's yeah it's that middling it's just ugh, don't even ever bother yeah um, so lee you should watch it tonight <laughs> okay do, maybe maybe make, make sure your phone is extremely charged and in your hand uh, <laughs> yeah oh, i did so charge my phone last night so i should be good yeah there you go mm-hmm. okay good mm-hmm uh lee your movie god damn you took us on a fucking ride it was great Mm -hmm. there were just infinite meta misdirections Mm -hmm. baseball sports balls so good um in a way it was kind of like my own version of shrek because it was like an again now i have to take points off just like like an onion because of his layers yeah god damn it oh okay Well, I was going to give you a 10, and oh, fuck, no. I'm still going to give you a 10. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my great. Uh, it cleansed my palate of this fucking Trash a movie that Tim Robbins' dick couldn't even save. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Amazing. Like, a, a, a how fucking terrible this movie was. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't, 
couldn't be saved. Yeah. Yep. In many ways, that's that's has it has that in common with his relationship with Susan Sarandon. That's yeah. what I mean. I was thinking that's where you're gonna go, and then you uh-huh. went there. So uh-huh. great, great, sure wonderful. Sure mm-hmm. All right. So next week or two weeks, I'll be doing uh, Bonfire of the Vanities. That's true. You sure <sighs> are. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, it has some like heavy hitters in it. A classic yeah. of to be to be determined. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yep. Oh boy. It, it's a truly, truly staggering cast though. So it'll be yeah. we'll we'll give you some 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 very real people. Love it. Perfect. Okay. Hmm. What do we do now? Oh, I is that the end of the episode? I yeah, yeah. fuck. I zoned out. <laughs> mm. Um